Hello and welcome to the Open College podcast series. My name is Oksana and I'm the host of this podcast. On this podcast, Mary is back talking about work and home life balance. Many of us struggle with this, so Mary has come up with some tips um, on how to balance this better for us all. So this is what she had to say. Really good to be back uh, and doing another podcast on um, something that's, I think it's extremely important and I suppose very relevant to what's going on at the moment with, with the pandemic, you know, and everybody having to, well, most people having to work from home doing remote working uh, and trying to get that work-life balance sorted out. Um, so it's a very, very relevant topic to sort of what's going on at the moment, I think. Yeah. Uh, so, look, as I've spoken to many, many people over the years and many employers actually about this topic and each and every one of them agree that, you know, managing everything that you have to manage as an adult is extremely difficult, you know. Oh, yeah, and especially from someone who's only started adulting there in the last kind of year or two properly. It's just, yeah, it's very <laughs> difficult. But I find, you know what I find though? I find that, um, what you call it? So before, obviously, like it was just manic. People's life was absolutely manic. And then with the pandemic, it's like this great reset that like, I find for me anyway, work-life balance hasn't been better. Yeah. Like, it's great now. Yeah, and that's that's wonderful to hear that, Oksana, it really is. Um, and there is a percentage of people that's like yourself, you know, that, um, you know, I totally agree with you. Before the, the shutdown, before the pandemic, I could really feel this heaviness of busyness amongst people, just busyness of everything. You know, you would get up in the morning so early, you'd be on the M50 for an hour or two hours before you get to work. Mm-hmm. You know, I was walking along the streets, so it's just, I, you know, I was seeing people walking and very stressed looking, just, yeah. just you know, I could just feel this heaviness. Oh, yeah, um, it was a real rat race situation. Yeah, yeah, it really was. And, you know, th- it was a rat race, but this apparently was very normal to people. And oh, yeah. This was the only way to get this was normal in order to sort of reach goals and you know which yeah. you want to be um oh, yeah. realizing that's actually completely abnormal oh, you know? yeah exactly it's just yeah we've convinced ourselves that this is what you do and it's yeah. fine and just get on with it but it's not yeah yeah you're like you know as they all say and like you're like a wee hamster going around a wheel and you're never mm-hmm. really getting anywhere only to exhaustion and breaking point you know that's it. Um, yeah and uh yeah, so, and you know, I've always said that work is part of your life, okay? Life is not part of your work. It shouldn't be the other way around. So work is part of your life. Um, so you should, w- w- the way I look at it anyway, um, as a therapist, as, as a career advisor, as anybody, you know, working, or, you know, trying to balance their lives, you should really prioritize as much as you can your own personal lives, Okay, you know, you can still be dedicated to and, you know, you can still be very happy in your job. You can still work very hard. Um, But, you know, we we need time to reflect. We need time to rest. And, you know, if we consider how maybe combining some very simple and effective tips and solutions, you know, can it can really benefit your whole life in general. Okay, so if we can do that then this will have a very positive knock-on effect then in your personal and professional lives, you know. So that's really what we should be striving for here. 
Um, so yeah, and, and 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 you know what you said, Oksana. There's lots of people that have actually found that magic potion for themselves, and you know have a nice balance of everything now. You know, because I know with yourself, Oksana, you were up so early in the morning, and you were oh, just you were in the car for what two and a half hours or something crazy like that. Not uh, no. Look, to be fair, it's I live about maybe an hour and a half away, and that's like two hours is like peak traffic for me to commute to work I'm um, yeah. on a good day it's an hour away so like you just fly long, along down the motorway which is not that bad um but obviously I live in the Midlands so I have to go down the M7 which is like one of the, yeah. the M7 isn't it the, <laughs> like the busiest motorway so it was just it was absolutely crazy I'm kind of hoping now though with Covid kind of as awful as it is obviously but with Covid kind of showing people the alternative way of you know being able to work from home and all these kind of things um yeah. that is going to continue that way now, I know it's not going to be possible for a lot of professions because, you know, nurses and doctors and healthcare assistants, childcare mm-hmm. workers, they're all still going to have to go in. But yeah. the people like us who are in an office or whatever it is, I hope it just kind of stays in this kind of vein now. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, because the, the, the option at, at the moment anyway is, you know, remote working for, for office workers as long as we can, I suppose. Um, and, you know, at the beginning, what I found, you know, I... I enjoyed, you know, not having to get up early as as early, you know, and, and getting in yeah. that car and off in the M15 and, and stuff like that. But more time, basically just more time as a gift, you know, and you can do with that time what you like, like, you know, get a bit of exercise and, you know, spend more time with, you know, my son, your, you know, your child. And, you know, so, so it was great to have a bit of control back as to what you wanted to do with that time, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, then you know as time goes on and you know again this is this is just me um I missed the camaraderie you know the the, the bit of crack in the office the social part yes and being around people and getting a laugh and everything that's what I really miss now so yeah I'm hoping when the restrictions are lifted so you know to kind of have a balance there you know work from home and then you know go in one or two days a week or something like that I think that'll be yeah uh, have it optional yeah have an option have um who what are they called are they called hot desks is that what it is yes that um nobody has like an assigned seat but there's like a couple of hot desks in the office and whoever is in obviously can use it and then you leave and that kind of thing that's it that's it yeah yeah yeah. they're doing a lot of that and actually i heard i was i was reading i don't know where i was reading it but it, it was saying about any any buildings that's not being used um in in rural ireland like you know buildings that's kind of yeah there maybe you know even in small towns it's not being used anymore they're mm-hmm. going to change them into sort of those kind of hubs oh, where you know good. people working in the country people working in quieter areas can go to these hubs mm-hmm. you know where they can work you know they can get out of the house and everything so you can see how everything is really changing and adapting very well mm-hmm. uh, more to people's needs now yeah exactly and it's working like you said it's working really well so I don't see why it can't continue as it is. Well, that's to it. be fair. It. Um, and I mean, yeah. So work-life balance. Um, so what is it like? What, what what do we have to manage? Okay. So there's a load of different things. So first of all, you know, we have to manage. You know, the family is a big one. You know, mm-hmm. uh, so you might have children. You might not. And um, you know, if you if you don't have children, you know, you might have 
pets <laughs> as I know you have that's your family example. oh yeah that's that's my babies <laughs> earlier when you were saying oh you know with your kids and then you change it really quick to something else I was like it's because she knows <laughs> my know, kids are I furry know, I can't leave that out you see <laughs> uh, there's so many people that have uh, pets as family you know and that, that's a full-time job as well you have to care for them you have to look after them you have to feed them you have to say you know and yeah. that's that's you know so you have to find time for that um if you have children then you know there's school there's homework there's activities you know and then you're trying to spend time with them on their own as well you know to, so that they're so you get that special time with them on 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 their own um and then there's families that have you have the extended families then where, you know, there's people that have to look after um, a family member that might not be well, you know, elderly parents and things like that. So that's so even when I'm saying that, it sounds like a huge amount, doesn't it? Yeah, no, it does. You have, it's a lot to squeeze into a day. It's a lot. So then after that, you have work. <laughs> so yeah. if you are working, you're, you, you know, you're trying to, to, to organize everything that goes with that do you know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Schedule things, sorting out your diary, um, and uh, you know all the all, all the busyness that goes from work goes with work. Um, and then you know you're trying to manage your hobbies and interests, which you cannot forget about, by the way. And this this unfortunately hobbies and interests goes way to the very bottom um, of of priorities whenever you have so many other things to manage. You know, um. So hobbies and interests, like what, you know, what do you enjoy doing and, you know, the little things that you're interested in, um, they, they, they kind of, they do be pushed down to the bottom. And, and, and it's a thing that I know I keep saying it, but it's a thing that I always try to remind my classes about. It's like, what do you enjoy doing? When is the last time you did it? And, you know, you just get all these confused faces and then you know, it, it, it's just telling me, okay, so they don't, they've just forgotten about them, basically, you know, um, and it's really important, it's like having your own time, it's about doing the stuff that you enjoy, it's it's about getting away and reflecting, you know, having a bit of privacy and everything, because you will not um, work at your highest potential if you do not take breaks, if you don't do what you enjoy, and if you don't reflect, it's it's a fact, you know so you're trying to manage that and then there's your health so you're trying to exercise you know you're trying to watch your diet and you know you're you're, you know you're trying to manage your 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 physical and your emotional needs you know so my goodness isn't that a lot that's a lot Exana. you know when you think about it it does but I do like like we were just said there a few minutes ago that people just took it for granted that that's how life is and you know what I find that like a busy lifestyle is nearly glamorized now like never switching off from work and working late hours is it's like oh well look at them like I should strive to be that but I don't agree (laughs) like coming in early and working to the late hours at night is not something to be proud of like you're going to burn yourself out and at the end of the day like what's What's it all for, you know? Well, exactly. going to retire anyway, so your job's going to be forgotten. Well, exactly. You know, um, and this this mentality really needs to be be gotten rid of. You know, um, I I suppose maybe it started with I know bigger companies just wanting you to just work as hard, you know, as possible. I mean, it's for their 
gain really do you know what I mean oh, but yeah, it's, of course. it's 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 gotten into people's psyche that oh, oh no I have to stay into seven o'clock tonight I have to stay into eight o'clock oh and it's almost like oh look at me I'm doing all this work god I'm doing you know great work and then as you said somebody's listening to this and they're going oh geez maybe I should be doing that mm-hmm. you know maybe maybe I should be you know staying in late and you know coming in earlier and doing work at the weekends and everything Maybe yeah, I should be yeah. doing this to look look like I'm working really hard and to impress the boss and everything. Yeah. But, and you always hear these stories of people who have started a job, say, and um, that sometimes there's like they're working with obviously other people and they get up and they leave at their time and they're nearly looked at as if they have like 10 heads, as if like, what, you're not doing extra time? And you're kind yeah. of nearly like guilted into submission of working the extra hours. Yeah. And I mean, you know, long term, you know, that might work in the short term, working all these hard hours and working over. The, but but that, that that will gradually creep up on that person. Mm-hmm. And, you know, they'll end up the body ha- will have a way of telling that person something's not right. They'll get sick. Yeah. They'll get very run down. They'll uh, they, in the long run. It, it won't benefit them at all. Yeah. Um, you know, and look, it, I don't think we're being unrealistic either, though. Like, I do I do agree that sometimes it might be necessary, depending on the job you do, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But I think the key thing is, is just not to make it a constant thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, we all have to work overtime sometimes. Do you know what I mean? We all have yeah. to put the extra effort to get, a, to get a job done sometimes, but not all the time. It's not. Exactly. Um, yeah, yeah. It's not it's not realistic. It's not um, it's not how we've evolved to live. You know, you will definitely have something will happen if, if if you carry on just constantly, constantly like that. It's guaranteed, you know. Um. So um, right. So I I came across an interesting report from Leia Healthcare. Oh, very good. Um, one of our um, Irish pr- private me- medical healthcare companies, and they they did a sort of um a bit of research on how employees are getting on working from home, you know, remote working. And there's a few interesting findings I found there. Um, so what they said that 44% of employees are working longer hours, okay, at home compared oh, wow. to the office. Now, I was actually taken aback by this. I was like, what? You know, because automatically you would think people, right, have more control over yeah. what at home so they're going to be right I'm going to stop but no it's it's the feeling of sort of always being on because they're not getting away from their office as such because it's in the house yeah um, so it's a feeling of sort of always being on and always sort of you know not not getting away from their work which is contributing to them staying on longer hours mm-hmm. Um, almost two-thirds of employees feel pressure yeah to stay connected after normal working hours um, and this resulted in an average 22 hours overtime each month over the past year. It's a lot, isn't it? Yeah, that's that's like what nearly what three days. No, yeah, thanks. I mean, that's, yeah, that's huge. You I mean, no, that that's huge. If you think of that in terms of annual leave, you know, you're missing out the equivalent of three days annual leave there. Yeah, exactly. So, you know, it's, I I was really taken aback. Um, and then. What's also happening is from this report is a lot of employees are not taking time off when they're sick, and then yeah. this contributes to higher stress levels. Yeah. Now this is this is so so you start to get sick when you're when you're overworked, 
do you know what I mean? Or you might catch a bug, or you might get, you know, the flu, or God forbid the 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 um, COVID. Uh, but you know, these things, you know, can't be helped. So there's that, and then there's, you know, if you're overworked, you're going to be catching things more easily anyway. But what true. happens oh, is, damn. yeah, the, what what's coming first? What priorities coming first? Work. You start to think, oh no, I have that meeting at two o'clock. I can't cancel. You know, mm-hmm. oh no, I have that interview to do at ten o'clock in the morning. I can't cancel that. Well, really, you can. You know, these these things can be rescheduled. Mm-hmm. All of these things can be rescheduled. And I mean, a way to think about that is like, right. What consequences? What's the worst that can happen now if I cancel this call, if I cancel this meeting? You know, nothing, no, nothing really bad is going to happen. You can reschedule. It's not the end of the world. You really must, if you're sick, take time off work to get better. And it really is as simple as that. When you're at home, when you're rested, when you get well, you're going to come back in much better frame, with a much better frame of mind, much more motivated, much more energy, rather than just keep sledging on and on and on and, and, and you know, just um, feel a lot worse in yourself, you know, and not as productive at all. No, um, not at all. Yeah, and uh, 43% uh, of remote workers are experiencing frequent stress. Uh, and then there's worrying signs of deteriorating morale as well because there's less social interaction you see and then it's it's also very hard to self-motivate do you know when you're at home I find this sometimes now myself um I I I find that I find it hard some days to get motivated and it would be very very easy if I was in the office to drive in and, and and talk to everybody and have a bit of crack and you know just just get that bit of um energy going and then you know you'd feel motivated again by by even just that simple thing of talking and having a bit of crack with 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 your workers with your colleagues yeah 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 I agree um yeah so the motivation side is a bit down when you're constantly working uh, from home the whole time uh you know and having that feeling of to always be on as well um half of workers feel Oh, yeah. And yeah. So this is another important uh, point. So one of the key things for a work having work life balance is to be happy at your job. Right. Because if you're not happy at your job, you're going to be a lot more stressed. You're going to be a lot more anxious and therefore you're going to be taking a lot more home with you. So there's going to be a a lot less work life balance there. Oh, I couldn't agree with that more. Um, Um, Yeah, definitely. So from 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 the employees that they uh, did their research with, half of them feel stuck in their job and they really want to apply for work. But because of the way opportunities, this lack of opportunities now because of the pandemic, um, you know, job searching at the minute is very, very difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, they're kind of putting that off because there's lack of opportunities and, you know, they're waiting to see what happens after the pandemic. You know, the organisation's businesses, they'll be more sort of opening up again and, you know, there'll be, there'll be much more opportunities for people. Um, but you can imagine for those, the half of those workers that were, that, that, that they did the research with, that's terrible on them. I mean, they're sitting, they're getting up every morning as 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 well as all the pressure from the the pandemic and COVID, they're waking up every morning and they're not even enjoying their job. Um, and they're stuck with this for most of the day. Uh, and yeah. things like that. that's, that's, that's a very difficult one. 
No, mm. it's not fun, especially the majority of us work eight hours a day. So that's your day spent with your coworkers in an environment that you need to look. You don't need to like I know you're saying you need to enjoy it. And I agree with that. But you don't need to be like ecstatic about it. You just need to make sure that it's, you know, um, I suppose just maybe not as stressful. Now, having said that, all jobs come with their own stresses, but just so that it's not a constant thing. Yes, exactly. Exactly. As I say, if you're if you're happy in your job, most of the time, it's about having your expectations right as well. Yeah, like exactly. There's no job that doesn't come with us without its pressures. Every single job, you'll have its pressures, you'll have your off days, you'll have your certain amount of stress. You know, you you know, some some days you'll be bringing more stress home with you than others and things like that. So it's about having expectations. But if you're happy in your job most of the time, yeah. well, then it's 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 the job for you. If if you're unhappy in your work most of the time, well, it's time to be even look looking for a new role in the company or just moving from that company altogether because it's really not worth it at all, you know. No, no, it's not. I fully agree. I've had experience like that before where um, the company I worked for was just, can't even describe how awful it yes. was. But um, yeah, no, I, I just left and I'm I'm happy now. It's going well. Yeah, oh, that's great. Um, Yeah, and people sort of get themselves in a bit of a state uh, because if you're in a job that you don't like, you're going to be suffering in a way. You know, yeah. it's because you're going to be very, you, you're almost, it makes people depressed, you know. Mm-hmm. So then the person thinks, oh God, I'm depressed, this is terrible. And they, they, you know, they kind of focus on, it's all your fault. And, oh, do you know, you, you yep. just have all these, but the, the, but the simple thing of just right saying to yourself, right, I'm taking control of this. I'm very unhappy in my job and I'm going to look elsewhere. And, you know, just taking that control and getting away out of that job and starting a new job and being very happy in it, you'll notice your mood totally lifts, you know. Um, so it's uh, and it's you know it's difficult to do sometimes because when you are when you are in that slump, it's very very hard to get out of it, isn't it, Exana? You just carry on with it and hope for the best and everything. But um, yeah. it's uh, yeah, it's very hard to get out of it. But um, it is worth taking the jump. Like even if you are one half of those workers, you know, the, from the the layer research, if one of you is listening. You know, um, even if there are lack of opportunities, do your research anyway. You know, just keep applying. You never know what may happen. You know, make sure that you're you're connected on LinkedIn as well. Connect with companies, you know, um, and, and, and see what's available. You can apply online as well. You can apply on through LinkedIn, which is very, very handy. I find LinkedIn a great tool, you know. Um, yeah. So, you know, don't don't just try not to sit and and, and feel bad and you know dread every day at least if you're up and you're you're doing a bit of research and you're connecting with other employee employers and things like that at least you're doing something to take your mind off things yeah um is it worth saying maybe that now i'm maybe it's just me maybe i wouldn't think about i wouldn't have thought about this before but um is it worth saying that you need to also think about what's actually making you unhappy in your job is it the work itself are you just not happy being mm-hmm. say a childcare worker is it the people around you and you really love working with kids do you know it's all that kind of stuff is it the boss is it the colleagues like yeah. see what it is because the worst thing is is you 
Ms. Judge, what's making you unhappy with work? And you say, right, childcare is not for me. I'm leaving childcare. And you go off to do, I don't know, um, healthcare assisting or something. But you actually realize, no, I really, really liked working with the kids. It's just the people around me that created this toxic environment. So you should have just went to a different crash or something. Do you know, like all these kind of things. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you're totally right. And I'm glad you brought up that point, Exana, because, yeah, is it the work itself? You know, are you... Um, are you not being respected for the work that you're doing? Um, you know, because having having status at work is very, very important. Being told that you're actually good at something, mm-hmm. you know, never mind. Oh, oh, you're brilliant or whatever. Tell your employee what exact skill they're good at. You know, yeah. if if the employee you know writes up an excellent report, take them and tell them. You know, God, you've done that really well. I guarantee that employee will go out and they'll put 110% into the next report. If you're not getting any feedback like that from from your employer, um, it, you know it's 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 not gonna give you any sort of motivation or confidence, is it? Um, even you know if you are enjoying it, that'll just put you off. It. Um, but it may be a case that you don't even enjoy the work in the first place. You find it very boring, monotonous. You need something more challenging. Um, and then of course a big that's a huge point, Oksana, the people that you work with, you know. And I find that a lot with the students, actually, uh, some of the courses we've had, um, you know, they would do, you know, say, for example, you know, their healthcare course and they would have to get a placement, um, you know, somewhere to do, you know, to do their, you know, their placement hours. And, you know, they'd be very, very happy and they were going all motivated, but then they might come across just one person is all it takes to put them completely off, you know, and I have to come back saying, Oh, gee, I don't know if I want to do this anymore. It's, it's, yeah, it just, you know, you know, I'm working with this person and, you know, they, they told me I couldn't do this right. And, you know, you, and, and things like that. It, it, all it takes is just one person just to put yep. somebody off completely. And it's a shame, you know, it, it really is a shame. So really, you know, if, if you're working in a, in a toxic environment is what I call that, you need to get out of it and apply you know somewhere else and usually with the students we would get another placement somewhere else and they just fly you know they really enjoy it and they do well in their course you know and so if you are in a job um and, and it's toxic like that there really isn't i mean you could you could change roles you could do something else but you're gonna the same people are gonna be there do you know what i mean so it's best that you get away from there altogether and get a similar role somewhere else where we're, you're going to be working for people that appreciate you, that um, that respect you, that values teamwork. You know, you all have the shared vision, you know, which is really, really important um, uh, at a work. Because, you know, with some, with some companies, you know, you're meant to have a shared vision, but one department doesn't know what the other department's doing. And that's, you know, that's... A bit more better management needs to happen there. Um, you know, there needs to kind of be a bit of equality between all the different levels, you know, higher up management and stuff like that. A bit of equality, a bit more communication there, uh, a bit more. Cause if, because research has shown that, you know, if if employees have a shared vision, you know, have really, really good teamwork, um, have, you know, an employer that... Is, is not afraid to tell them that they're doing well, that kind of raises their status, you know, by saying, God, you're doing really well, this, this, you know, you're doing this, 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 and this, brilliant. 
you know, and, you know, you know, discuss what the plans are for the future. Not this kind of, oh, we'll see. Oh, you're doing brilliant. And we'll have to look at that next year. That's, you know, oh, you're doing brilliant in this. And what exactly we'll look at next year is the following. You know, as long as things are clear to employees, I mean, there's loads of research behind this um, and every department knows what everybody's doing, you know, and they all have this shared vision. They're all in it together Um, you're going to be much happier, you know, and that's why some organisations work better than others, you know, because yeah. some organisations don't put in this effort and very, very simple things that you can do can really make the biggest difference, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, and I actually, I came across, again, another um, very interesting piece of research by Harvard University. Oh, very good. Um, yeah, they did a study, they researched, they asked loads of different professionals um, about their work-life balance. And they, what they found was most of them came back with saying their jobs were highly demanding, you know, unrealistic expectations most of the time you know Mm -hmm. not just the odd time but most of the time they're exhausted the whole time trying to juggle everything the work environment's chaotic that's not knowing what anybody else is doing not knowing where to go if this happens um, and that happens and you know not having sort of a you know a good morale and it's just go 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 to reach targets and that's it you know and that that shouldn't be what what a job is all about um, and then, yes, yeah, so they came back by saying also, you know, they take it for granted that long hours was necessary for professional success. All right. So that, you know, that's the kind of thing. That's what we were talking about just there. Straight yeah. away. That just sounds horrible, doesn't it? It does when you hear it out loud like that. And that's what most yeah. people are in the middle of. Yeah. Um, so what Harvard did, if Harvard did is they came up with five very straightforward steps um to help figure out this whole um work-life balance thing so i'm just i'm going to talk you through the you know the five the five steps now and uh you yep. would see what you think so okay go for it so the the first step is to stop and think all right so you're thinking of this hamster wheel just stop just stop and think because you can't do anything unless you do this okay mm-hmm. um so really take a step back, um, you know, ask yourself, what is currently causing me the stress, right? So as you said, Oksana, you know, is it dissatisfaction with, with, with the actual job you're doing? Is it, or is it, you know, you're very unhappy um, and the role, you know, in general with, 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 with other departments? Um, or is it, is it the people, you know, is it, is it the people that you're not happy with um, and things like that? So really sit down and ask yourself what you know just really take a step back and ask yourself these questions um then ask yourself how are these problems affecting how you perform okay yeah. you know because you know they can they can affect how you perform um you know at at all at, you know at all different levels i mean the happier you are at work the better you're going to perform right if you're dissatisfied at a lot of things you're not going to be performing at your best because even your sleep is going to be affected you're not going to be sleeping as well you're not going to be as repaired so you know everything's going to be affected and then ask yourself you know how how's everything affecting your personal life 
you know, what are you prioritizing? Um, you know, it's, and, and I know, oh my God, Isana, like I know so many people who who are were working like this, you know, on the hamster wheel, go, 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 and they thought it was normal. You know, the exhaustion, the mental fatigue, even weekends lost. Yeah. Either through work or tiredness. Because I know myself, there was one stage in my life where I, um, you know, I uh, I worked that hard and I was very, very busy. I didn't have any work-life balance that I, I really burnt out. Like, you know, I got to the stage where I just couldn't do anything. I had to rest. You know, I had no. But leading up to that, I remember clearly that every weekend I was exhausted. Yeah. And the whole weekend I would spend in bed nearly. I mean, yeah, no. what, what kind of a life is that? No, it's hard. And that's what kind of drove me to leave my old place of work where I used to work. Um, I'm I'm not embarrassed to say that like I had I like it got so bad to the point where I was in the doctors getting a prescription for Xanax. Um, oh. It's not something to like glamorize or anything like that, but that's how bad it can get. And that, it, you know, like that isn't even bad. Like people have much worse situations than I had. So. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, sorry that you had to go through that, Exana. It's well, um... look, it is what it is. I learned it was because you see, the other point I wanted to make is I was young at that stage. I was 24, I think. And it was like my first kind of big, um, kind of big company that I, that I worked for. So it was like, you know, we talked about the whole like the working the long hours and climbing the ladder and that kind of thing was very, very glamorized there. And I myself leaving college, it was like that, that I just I wanted to kind of prove myself and go higher and higher and higher up the steps in in the company. So I kind of pushed myself to do it. But seeing how other people worked around me, I didn't see that there was any other way to do it. Um, So I just thought this is normal. This is what you do. And by the end of it, I was like, you know what? No, like if I have to take like pills basically for this to like calm myself down. Absolutely not. No. So yeah. left. Yeah. And when you get to that, yeah, and you did the right thing, Xana, you know, when when you do get to that stage and when you find that you have to go, you're now finding yourself going to the doctor because you are so, you sounded very, very stressed, you know, very, very anxious. Everything At the time, yeah, but it's just, and I tell people the story because I, don't, I want them to learn from my mistakes, you know, yeah. Not, but it's easier said than done. Like, I think people only learn when they experience it themselves. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. Um, and, you know, it's, and you know, it's only if you kind of step back and stop and think, Oksana, isn't it, that you realise, no, this isn't for me. I have mm-hmm. to stop this. It's not good for my mental health. It's not good for my overall uh, personal life either. Because it's, so you're taking loads home with you and, it, you know, it's affecting your family as well. Oh, oh yeah it's it's all you talk about well for me anyway that's what I can only talk from my experience that's what happened I'd come home and I'd vent and it would like pl- things would kind of play on my mind and after I left my partner would be like you're a different person like you're yeah. the person I met in college not who like work made you to be do you know so yeah um, yeah no no look it's not the job's fault completely it's also a bit of my fault that I kind of had to I should like in hindsight I should have not let myself get to that place but look again easier said than done oh no we, we we should never I should have done this and I should have done that it's all learning Oksana well, that's and at least now you know if, if you're in the same situation you would know what to do yeah and 
hopefully with this podcast it might help a few people that might be in a similar situation will go oh gosh she was in a similar situation so maybe this is what I should be doing as well you know yeah just Um, think like is the job really worth it yeah because for me I used to work in childcare and it just wasn't worth it I was like no just absolutely not so I left yeah yeah, just wasn't for you. Just wasn't for you. Yeah. Um, all right. Okay. Yeah. And so that's the first step. So just to just stop and really think about things. You know, what's causing you the dissatisfaction? How is it affecting your work? And how is it affecting, to me more importantly, how is it affecting your personal life, your family and everything that's, you know, your health and everything that's involved there? Um, and that step two, so pay attention to your emotions, right? So, so not you, so you've thought about so you you've you know you've stopped and thought you know what what you know why why am I being affected like this? Now pay attention to your emotions, okay? So you ask yourself, so do you feel excited or you know? Do you feel full of energy? Do you feel motivated um, at work most of the time? You know what I mean? Do you feel happy? Um, do you feel sort of excited to start new projects? Um, you know, looking forward to you know, talking to your colleagues, attending meetings and finding out a bit more about things. Or do you feel angry? You know, if you're feeling angry and snappy, well, that's 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 the stage there where, where it's actually built up a lot. Mm-hmm. And now you're starting to snap and you're starting to take it out on other people. That means you're definitely you're not happy at work, you know, demotivated, resentful. You start resenting people as well, don't you, Oksana? Like, yeah, you start looking around and going, oh, well, you know, he's not helpful and she's not helpful. And, you know, it, it starts getting out of hand, doesn't it? It does, yeah. Um, so that's a whole sort of, that's a whole uh, almost like washing machine load of negative emotions going on there, you know. Mm-hmm. So if you feel negatively most of the time, then there's definitely something wrong. We have to think of our emotions as as our friends as well. Oksana, they're trying to tell us something. You know, if you're... If you're anxious, if you're depressed, um, you know, if 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 you're worrying, and um, all those emotions is your mind's way of trying to tell you something. All right, um, and 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 as well, you know, you get a you get a lot of emotional needs met at work as well. Okay, so you know, one of our emotional needs is this need for competency, a need to be good at something. You know, so if you're in a job. And you're, you know, very happy doing something and, and, and you're being told that you're actually doing well at something, doing well at a particular skill yeah. um, and having having a goal as to where, where, where to work towards as well. Having that opportunity to discuss with your boss what you want to do and how you want to do it. And, um, you know, your boss being supportive and, and all of that. And, and uh, you know, that's going to that's gonna bode well. Um, and your overall happiness at a job. Another emotional need is, I spoke about them before, I suppose, you know, your need for security uh, and control. So, you know, if you, you know, if you're on top of things at work, you know, you can control this, you've got this um, you have, you have a certain level of control to do your job as well, that you're not being micromanaged. You know, I feel a lot of people who are, this is from feedback from, from a lot of uh, people I talk to, if they feel like they're, they're sort of being micromanaged, that every single thing has been watched and you know very sort of you know and what's what's the right word watched in detail I suppose um I know what you mean yeah yeah, they they kind of feel like they're 
they're not being trusted really to get on with their job. Yeah, it's micromanagement. Yeah, micromanagement. So it's not that's not a great thing. But if you don't have that, if you have that control, if you have, you know, that security there of being respected, um, and trust is a big one. Trust, yeah, and 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 yeah, that comes under the control part. If you're if you're trusted to do your job, that's that's telling you that you're actually good at it. Because yeah, you don't have exactly. to be checked the whole time, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, like, you don't need to be praised all the time. Be, be an adult, you know? Like, don't yeah. get me wrong. It's nice to hear the, the compliments and that kind of thing. But you don't need to hear it every day. Like, that's that's a very, oh, like, yeah. childlike thing, nearly. But like you said, see it in other ways. If you're just left to get on with it, you're good. And you're good. That, yeah, yeah. Leave it be. That's a good thing. So just keep to yourself and do what you do. Do what you do. And then, yeah, I mean, but having... So, so yeah so like what I was saying before about being told that you're good at something it doesn't it doesn't have to be like if you email your boss and say you know I got this done here's the report you know you know a quick email saying well done the port that this report is excellent well done thanks very much I look forward to the next one something oh. as simple as that like you don't have to be brought into the office or you don't have to have well yeah exactly you don't things. need to, like have your star chart on the wall yeah, Just, yeah, yeah. oh thanks that's great that's Off to the next and, one. Yeah, like. Just yeah, yeah, yeah. So just so just simple wee things like that can make the world of difference to an employee. A world, a huge amount of difference, you know. Oh yeah. yeah. Um, and then of course, you know, if 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 you've got this equilibrium and all, you know, everybody working, um, well together, um, everybody working as a team with that shared vision and the teamwork is good, you know, you've got that respect you've got attention exchange do you know what I mean you're you're working well with all the different teams you've got that community going on you're you're gonna have all your a lot of your emotional needs met at work mm-hmm. you know which is going to make you a much happier person which equals way better work-life balance you know um so that's so 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 step two was to pay attention to your emotions and 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 what they're trying to tell you all right um and then step three is to reprioritize so have a think about what you're prioritizing at the moment what are you thinking most about um if you're prioritizing work over your personal life or family life this really needs to stop okay um a good way especially what i would ask a client now um is something like you know is you know, if, if, if you continue on working, you know, like this and, and being very, very busy, how do you think you feel, you know, when you reach retirement age? And I often, you know, what what, what I get back is, you know, they, they they suddenly feel very down, you know, and they can't explain, you know, why they're feeling down until, you know, there's, there's a deep regret for not taking um or, or sorry, talking to their boss sooner and coming up with a better way of working or seeking a job elsewhere because there was so much time lost with family. Yeah. So I get that, you know, a lot with clients. They, they you know, they, they reach retirement age or whatever age it may be. They're exhausted. They're feeling very down and they don't know why. It's because, you know, they're emotionally, everything's unbalanced. You know, they're unhappy at their job. And they're working all these hours into the evening times at weekends and they don't really see their families. They don't know their children as well as they should. Um, you know, the the relationship with their partner has kind of 
they're not as close anymore because that connection, the attention, everything's been affected by work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so uh, you know, if, if you can start to look at your priorities, have a think about what you're prioritizing. If you're prioritizing work, if you're thinking most of the time about work, you know, it's time to stop and really think about it and think about how you're going to, you know, reprioritize everything because you really don't want to reach you know, a certain situation where you kind of look back and go, oh, my goodness, you know, what was what was my life about then? You know, um, it would be I'm, I'm, that would be a terrible, very sad feeling, wouldn't it? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. Um, and don't give me you can still enjoy work. And I keep saying this, uh, but it doesn't have to take up your whole life. You yeah, know? exactly. Like your personality is not your job. Yes. Yes. That's it. This, you know, you're 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 so many more things other things rather than just a job you know mm-hmm. uh, and then step four then is you start thinking about your solutions right so you think about what are you going to do here so step four is really think about how much time do you want to spend with your family you know how much time do you want to spend with hobbies looking after yourself and that how much time do you need for reflection because do you remember i said at the start everybody needs a bit of privacy yes your brain can't work at optimum level if you're not taking time out. Your brain, we've so the, the the way the brain works is you're really only supposed to work for an hour and a half, okay? And then you 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 take a break then. Privacy, time to reflect, relax for at least 15 minutes before you start working back again for another hour and a half, and then you take your next break. If you start going over that hour and a half working. You're going to be putting your brain under tremendous stress, you know, um, and, you, you, you know, you're not going to be working at optimum level. If you take your breaks like that, um, you're, you're going to be working a lot better. You're going to have more energy. That time for privacy, time for reflection is extremely important in everybody's lives. And whatever way you like to do that, it's up to you. You know, everybody has their own way of doing it, whereas just, you know, sitting maybe maybe going for a walk, sitting down, finding a, I like finding a nice quiet corner in the house and just sitting and relaxing, looking out the window, um, listen, listening to the birds singing and things like that, I find very relaxing as well outside. But people, you know, people have their own way of doing it, but you need to be taking these breaks. You need to be having privacy and, you know, time for reflection for your overall, you know, mental health Um and yeah so think about how much time you need for this um so you know and and, and these kind of questions all of these steps because takes time you know you you won't get a magical solution straight away you know and it won't get sorted in a week a day you know so have the, a, a very clear expectation here when you're going through all the steps that, that this is going to take time to plan but i know loads of people that have come out the other end uh, from having gone through, you know, breaking point and burnout and everything. And like I know loads of people that have come through, you know, out the other end, much happier when they reprioritize, have a look at their priorities, have how to think about their whole life, not just work and prioritize themselves, having a bit of me time and things like that, you know. Uh, But this all takes time, you know, so have very clear expectations. Yeah, um, I think it's also better um, 
I think I was one of the lucky ones that like you kind of figure this out sooner rather than later when you first start working. Unfortunately, there's some people out there who only figure this out into their 50s, maybe into their 40s, you know, like a little bit later in life when they're working. Um, yeah. And yeah. that's a lot of time. Like what the average person probably starts working in like early 20s, would you say, teenage years? And then yeah. all that time into your 40s, 50s to just not be happy in what you do. Oh yeah, and that's that's what I was saying. You know, when I when I the, the, you know there's there's a few clients that I that I talk to that that have said that you know, and they do reach a bit point later on in life that they go, what what was that all about? My goodness, you know, because you only have one life, mm-hmm. and if if it's all dedicated to work, well then, you know, it's um, you know, it can be very it can be very um hard on somebody to realize that but you know it's it's never too late and I keep saying it's never too late as long as you do realize it and you do start asking yourself these questions and you do start putting a wee plan in place for yourself you know to change things right even the simplest thing like a good a good a good thing I'm going to get into some um sort of action you know um solutions now in a minute but one thing that I find really helpful is say whenever you finish work have something that symbolizes finishing work, okay? So say you finish work at five o'clock and you have something recorded from the night before, right? Finish work, close the laptop, go and, and, and watch your program, right? And that symbolizes, okay, I'm watching this program and finished work completely, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, it may be you have to go and collect your child from crash. Okay, I'm going to collect my child from crash. I'm finished work, done. You know, if you're if you're driving back from the office, if you're driving back from if you're a healthcare worker or whatever it may be, choose something, a sign on the road or, uh, you know, something, something along the road that you look at. Like that's that sign. That's that that means that work is finished. You know, and then that gives a good concrete indication to your brain um, triggering a response that, OK, work is done and you can get on with your day. And I find that helps a lot of people as well. Um, and uh, yeah, so look at, you know, think about how much time you want to spend with family, hobbies and everything like that. Uh, sit down and really think what you do every day, even at weekends, you know. And you know, is, is, is there a real need to spend all that time going into the shop, doing your weekly shop? Although most people are finding that great now because it's getting them out of the house, <laughs> you know, that's during a it. pandemic when they have to stay in. So that's absolutely fine. But if you're trying to cut down on time, you know, whenever things get back to normal again, um, you know, you, you can order home delivery. And oh, my goodness, we do that. And the uh, time that it's given us back, Oksana, well, like we've been uh, getting home delivery now for a couple of years. And that's just brilliant. We, oh, you know, yeah, same. I do it now because I want to get out of the house, like you said. But yeah, when everything was, you know, quote unquote normal, because I don't consider it normal. But when it was like that, yeah, it was the same because you'd spend what? The guts of three hours from going to the shop, you know, piling up your trolley to then put on the conveyor belt, to then pile up your trolley again to come home to unpack everything. That could take about three hours. It's just, it's a whole hassle. To me, anyway, it's it's just oh, yeah. a whole hassle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's all these different steps, as you said. I didn't even realize. Yeah. My mom calls them, she, yeah. maybe it's not really nice, but my mom calls them monkey work. 
She's like, I'm, yeah, she's like, I'm, I'm so stupid. Why do I do this? I go into the shop to pile up a trolley to unpack it, to then pack it again, to then unpack it into your car, to then put it into the house, to unpack it again. And it's a whole thing. Like, Oh, geez, that's a whole, my goodness, that's a whole waste of time. So listen, get get the delivery sorted. You just, just take back so many hours. You know, it's, it's about really having a good think about what you want to do with your time. You know, is all is that is what you're doing all necessary? You know, think about alternatives and more useful ways, you know, to spend your time to help with your your work life balance. So now I'll move on to, to, to step five, which is you know, to take action. So once you've thought about your priorities and you know some of the options which you know might help you with this, um, it's time to take action. So some of the solutions um would be I'll, I'll make a few suggestions. So if you're not happy in your job, if it's the role itself, have a talk maybe with your manager and ask them, is it possible to take on a new role, which is less demanding? All right. Mm-hmm. So that might be an option for somebody. Change your change your work patterns as well. You know, um, tell him, you know, talk about your concerns, just you know, say that you're, you know, you have so much on your plate that your work patterns are you're getting up early, you know, you're, you're working into the evening times, you know, you're, you have to do some work at weekends, you know, work with your boss, make suggestions on how to actually overcome these. Ask for help, you know, if you're not able to get all of this done yourself, all, all of the projects, anything that you have, you know, ask for help, you know, and talk through with your boss of alternative suggestions there, okay? Don't let everything build up, because normally when you do talk to your boss, if if they are understanding, they usually will ha- you know come up with something alternative for you that 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 will help, um, and yeah, and look, leave work on time, right? No working in the evening times, when you know, and, and I know like sometimes it is necessary, but most of the time just leave work on time and no working in the evening times you know make a reason to leave in the evening as well you know all right okay so i'm stopping work at five at half five i have a class you know so i have to stop half five i have you know um exercise i have some exercises to do i have yoga and you know if you're working at home you can find loads of this stuff online so have a reason to stop at that time as well you know I find that helps a lot of people. And what I said before, do something that symbolizes stopping work. You know, like watching that program or going out for a walk or going for a drive or whatever it may be. Um, ask for more flexible hours, whatever, you know, whatever you can come up with there. Um, avoid avoid talking about work at home as well. You know, when you finish at five o'clock <clears throat> or whatever time it may be, stop talking about it as well. You know, have that time in the evening. Just say to yourself, right, that's it, I'm stopped. I'm not going to talk. And if there's something really worrying you, obviously you have to talk. But if it's just a general day at work, just leave your work there and just get on with whatever you're doing in the evening. Dedicate that time to you and your family, your partner, your your dogs, Oxana, what, you know, whatever yeah. it may be. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, and then... You know, 76% of organisations provide well-being supports in Ireland. 76%, right? 
and not, and, and, and not enough people take advantage of that. So take advantage of the well-being and support departments you have at your work. Go online now. Get, you know, go go and see what they provide. Ask your manager, ask whoever it is, you know, go into that department, see what's available and take advantage of that. Geez, they have so many things. They have different classes that can help you. Um, they have uh, different people, you know, giving different talks about mental health issues. You know, some some companies have, you know, breakout rooms where you can go and relax. They have relaxing rooms. There's so many counselling available. Um, you know, th th there's so many things that you can take advantage of there that might, that will, that will definitely help your mental health in some way. You know, if 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 you do some of it, so please look into that now if 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 you haven't before. And uh, another big thing as well that um, people do whenever they stop work is they start going on their phone or they bring out the laptop, another laptop maybe they have for personal use, or you know they they they, they take another screen, right? So so what I would advise for a work-life balance is to have a digital detox, right? So once you finish work, I mean, it's okay, you know, have your dedicated time, right? I'm gonna have a half an hour in the, in the evening to, to scroll and have a look at my, you know, Instagram or whatever it may be. That's absolutely fine, you know, or, or you know, um, just to pass the time um, and it might take your mind off things, but don't just take, pick up a screen and have it on the whole time. You know, because that's very distracting, isn't it? You're going to be focusing on that the whole time. And then you might have, you, you know, you might click on your work emails because it's very handy. It's on the phone or you might just click that notification and you might click this. So you're kind of in and you're looking again and you're distracted. You're getting into work again. So we want to avoid all that. So have a routine when you're going to be online, when you're going to be offline, you know, um, if you're going out for a walk, if you're leaving the house for whatever reason, you know, leave your phone at home when you can. Unless there's, you know, you really have to have your phone with you. Leave your phone at home when you can. Turn, turn off the phone. Have it out of sight. You know, don't have it visible to you at all times. Just hide it so that it's not there. I find that that works. If it's out of sight, I'm not going to be tempted. Um, and then. And another another piece of research I was I was reading recently was um, the, the people that watch a lot of news and people that click into these depressing headings, their well-being is is much worse than somebody that doesn't watch a lot of news and doesn't click into these headings, guys. Because what happens is whenever you're watching the news and whenever you're clicking into these headings, these headings they're 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 almost all not from a reliable source, by the way. These headings are put up there to scare you so that you do click into them and then that whatever company that is is getting lots of you know clicks which is doing very well for them so just understand the psychology behind it do you know get a reliable source if you look at this scary heading just say to yourself they're just trying to scare me now to click into this how many headings have you clicked into and read that have actually been a hundred percent true yeah you know, that's it when you think about it, like so, 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 so really have a, so try not to click into these headings, these scary headings, um, and because you're gonna be just, uh, you're gonna be feel like you're under threat the whole time. That part of your brain's gonna take over, and you're not gonna be thinking rationally and things like that. So it has it has a huge effect on your brain, you know, and your well-being. So 
try try not to do that. Um, definitely turn off notifications on your phone. Again, unless it's absolutely necessary, you know, turn them off so that you're not getting these beeps and beeps and beeps and having to check your phone all the time. Um, and then another sort of good thing that I do is a lot of people use their alarm clock on their phone. A good idea is to buy a separate alarm clock so that you're not reaching for your phone first thing in the morning, okay, when the alarm goes off. Um, it's a very clever way, I suppose, um, whoever was making these phones in the first place, actually, we'll put an alarm clock in here, it'll be very handy. You know, they'll check the phone straight away. Um, so, you know, buy, buy a, a separate alarm clock and um, have, it, have it there instead of reaching for the phone first thing in the morning you're getting back even more time. So that's the digital detox then once you do finish work, you know, have your dedicated times and work off those other other points as well. Um, and then <clears throat> I don't like the, uh, um, and, and what puts a lot of pressure on people as well is talking about goals all the time. Okay? Yes, yeah, because everybody thinks you have to catch up on everybody else's goals. Yeah. They don't realise that everybody lives life at a different pace, so... Yeah, and and I I think as well that if you're trying to reach a goal, right? See if you don't reach the goal, what are you going to feel like? Failure. Sure. Exactly, a bit of a failure, really. Yeah. So you're so until you reach that goal, you're going to think I'm failing and failing until I actually do reach the goal, and then once you do reach the goal, it's very short lived, and then you have to have another goal. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. Right. Okay, and it keeps going like that. Now, it's very important to have something to work towards as a human being, because that motivates you, it gets your brain going, you feel much very, very, very good for your mental health. Um, and it's actually, it's a need that we have as well to be, to be able to work towards something, you know. Yeah. But but I find the word goal has, 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 has it triggers a lot of negativity in people. Um, so I would kind of look at it as something to, you know, let's make a plan. Let's not talk about goals, right? Let's just make a plan. Look, Guys, if you're working somewhere and it's all goal, 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 goal orientated, try maybe in your brain, if if it is putting pressure on you, try look at it instead as having a plan. OK, and then maybe, you know, that might take some pressure off. And then even in your personal life, you know, your your, your life, your, your your life balance, you know, if you want to do something, if you want to finish that course, look at it um, as, you know, something to work towards and it being an achievement then at the end. Do you know, yeah. Yeah, I think yeah. the word that the word goal is over, it's overused and it causes a lot of pressure in people's heads. Um, another very important point, Oksana, I just want to, to, to go over for work life balance is to reconnect with your partner. If you do have a partner, OK, reconnect with the people that you care about. Now, the busyness of life can really take over. Right. Um, uh, you know, you're so busy doing this, that and the other that you know that that special time with your partner or you know whoever it may be goes to the bottom of the list okay um you know think about the first time when you've met think about those feelings how you felt you know um and and, and think about that and think okay so we definitely we did have that it's just the reason we probably don't have as much of that now is because we're so busy because we bought a house, we did this, we did that and all. And so just sort of accept that, right, this is what's happened. This is why we're like this. 
but we can actually work on that. It's, it's just a matter of putting in a bit of effort, you know, or just two, two little date nights. You know, if yeah. you have children, put the children to bed, you know, put on nice clothes, you know, cook a nice meal, order and take away, have a glass of wine, whatever it may be, put on a comedy, have a laugh together, do the things that you used to enjoy doing. Um, stop and really listen to your partner as well. You know, focus on the things that they're doing right. You know, <laughs> because you see what's happening is in lockdown, before, if you did have a fallout with your partner or something happened, like you'd be able to get out of the house, you'd be able to go for that, you know, meet people, talk about it, you know, face to face, uh, go to somebody's house, go to the gym, work it all off. But now you're stuck with all these negative thoughts in the house. They're not going anywhere. Yeah, they're you're in those pockets. Yeah, and then you start then thinking about everything that they're doing wrong, and oh look at then you're doing, and it just all builds up. Okay. Yeah, it's like, are you breathing again? Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <God>. Stop breathing. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, and you know it all starts to build up. So two very simple uh, points, or three very simple points, but put in the effort. You know. Organize, organize those little date nights, go out for your walks, whatever it may be. Um, stop and really listen to your partner, right? Now, this is this is easier said than done. How many of us don't really listen? They're trying to tell us something that's important to them. Say, for example, they're mad into a sport and you have absolutely no interest in it and you're like, oh, for goodness sake. But they're talking to you about it and it's very, very important to them. And, 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 and you're there going and you're, kind of maybe you're reading a magazine and you're on your phone or you're in the middle of you know you're playing with your child and you don't stop and listen to them you know what I mean so that has a that has a big effect on on your overall relationship because to the other person then you, you're not really interested and um, you're not giving them the the, the the attention that you know they actually they want a bit of attention it's really important in a relationship and if that builds up and builds up over time you're going to drift you know what I mean? And you're not going to you're not going to feel as close to that person if you don't just stop and listen to what's important to them. And then a funny thing happens if you do that, then they start listening to you more and it, and it kind of rolls on to that. So that's, that, that, that's another very important point. And instead of thinking about everything that they do wrong, OK, uh, if they do something wrong, just say, OK, you know, that that wasn't very nice. But then start thinking about everything else that they're doing right which seems to you just forget about that whenever you're, especially in these in this climate when you're stuck inside and you can't get away from the situation. Every all the negativity is magnified, isn't it? Mm-hmm. But instead of doing that, just think of everything that they're, that they're actually doing right. You know, oh, he didn't bloody well do the dishes, but <laughs> you know he's um you know he's done all their housework. He's you know he's dropped the children to crash. He you know he organises the shopping. He does this. He does that. You know, or she, or whoever it may be. You know, so just think of all of the other things that 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 your partner does, right? So three simple steps there to really reconnect with your partner. Um, and you know yourself. If everything's going well at home, you can imagine everything going really well at home. Everything going really well at work. Your work-life balance is going to be great, isn't it? You would. It's going to be a lot yeah. more easier anyway. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, and. Uh, yeah, and I mean, just you know, oh yes, one of the one of the points I forgot to say was, you know, when you're at work, figure out the best time that you work. But the, figure out the time that you work best. Is it morning or is it the afternoon? Yeah. 
uh, with, my, with myself, I know it's the morning times. So if I've got any tutoring to do, if I've got any meetings and, and, and things like that, I'd like to get that done in the morning when I'm Same. sort of, you know, fresher. Um, yep. and, and and everything. The afternoon, I tend to get very tired. You know? Yeah, same. I get my go-go juice into me in the morning, which is, you know, coffee. <laughs> and yeah. then I blast through everything until about kind of lunchtime and maybe the first hour of lunchtime or after lunchtime, yeah. rather. And then after that, I kind of leave the small things that don't need a lot of concentration for. So, like, I don't know, like there's emails I need to answer. You don't really need to think much about them. Sometimes it's just a quick one, you know, yeah. the small things that just need tidying up. And then that's it. I'm done. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And that works for you. Yeah. And that's that's actually very similar to myself as well, Oksana. And you might have somebody that works really well. It takes them ages to come around in the morning. Schedule your meetings and everything in the afternoon. You see the importance of planning. It's yeah. You know, it's all about sitting back, thinking about things and planning the right way. Um, don't forget about your me time, as we discussed. You know, meditate, watch a silly movie, watch stand-up comedy as well. You know, uh, comedians, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're, you know, you're guaranteed laugh. Um, don't forget about your social life as well. Keep social, keep in contact with your friends. Um, you know, I know at the moment uh, restrictions are being lifted gradually so you know all we can do at the minute really is uh you know pick up the phone uh, have your have your zoom calls you know whatever it may be but just make sure and do that whatever you can do at the minute to keep social do it um and uh and one of the last things i just wanted to mention uh specifically for parents having a work-life balance as a mommy as any 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 parent um I found myself, I found it difficult myself after having my wee boy, you know, going back to work um, after that. Because coming from looking after your child 24 hours a day to then not being with them for a big chunk mm-hmm. of a few days was was pretty difficult. Yeah, and it's you also know. trusting your newborn with, um, well, with essentially a stranger if you're going to put them into childcare. Yeah, yeah. Oh, definitely. So, yeah, so you said it. So one of the key things is to find a crash child facility that you can really trust and um, you know, ask around word of mouth is way better than going online mm-hmm. you know they're only going to put the good testimonials online mm-hmm. much better to, 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 to ask around and you know word of mouth about crashes you know and yep. get feedback on that and make sure that you you know you're you're happy with the crash that you're sending them to yeah. I you know, was very lucky. I was able to go back part time, which worked out great for me. Some people just don't have that option, and they, they yeah. both parents have to be working because of whatever whatever they need. Yeah. Um. So sometimes that 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 isn't an option. So then you know your mum guilt starts to build up. You mm-hmm. know, mommy guilt. You know, oh God, I shouldn't be away from my child so long and things like that. Um, you know, and 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 that starts to build up. So, first things first is get rid of that mummy's guilt, right? Um, you know, you you should be admired, really. You know, not judged or shamed for going back to work. Mm-hmm. You know, um, mummy's daddies or whatever, and and. All, all of the employers that you work for, I mean, over half, if not all of them, have, have you know, are, are parents or, you know, have children or something, you know, in, in, in some way. So it's, 
you know, you shouldn't feel guilty at all um, and you shouldn't feel shamed for going back to work or any of that. So, you know, get get rid of that uh, mum guilt and focus on the positives of you working. You know, focus on the positives and your work is actually given to your family as well. You know, uh, be confident in your decision uh, and, and, you know, always have somebody there to talk to as well. Have your support around you. You know, if you if you are having a, an off day, um, you know, that you can call another mammy maybe or maybe somebody at work that you can chat to about the guilt that you're feeling and, you know, that maybe the tiredness that you're feeling and things like that. And have your open communication with your boss as well. Um, you know, do that online shopping, save your time. Uh, what I find really helps is, you know, in the office, particularly when I'm in the office, is grabbing bits and pieces that I need for the house during the lunch break. And it's great too to get out of get out of the office, get away for your lunch break, go to Dunn's, go whatever, go, you know, to whatever shop, mm-hmm. grab your bits and pieces, and then that save, saves you time in the evening. Yeah. Um, you know, prepare your work clothes, whatever it is you need for the next day, the night before, you know, your clothes and your lunches and things like that for you and your, your you know, your child. Um, so the last point I want to say, Oksana, is enjoy your work. You know what I mean? It's it's your time to to, to refocus. This is, you know, as, as a parent, you know, and, and mommy guilt and everything. Try mm-hmm. to enjoy your work. You know, it is your time to refocus, you know, from coming from everything about children. You're actually going to work. You're refocusing on something else. You're getting the brain going. You know, you're, you're you know, you're developing You're you're talking to other people. You're talking to adults as well, which I find is great when you're always around children. Um and just enjoy your work as much as you can, you know, and, and the happier you are, you know, the happier your children will be as well. You know, when you think of it that way and the better work life balance you're going to have. So, listen, I hope that, you know, um, somebody takes something, even just one point from our discussion today uh, that really helps them with their work life balance. And, you know, there's huge hope out there that you can get from being very unhappy and feeling of having no balance in your life to having complete control and balance back in your life if you just take some small steps and that was mary on work-life balance we hope you can take something away from this and get a good yin yang situation going As always, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and you can subscribe to us on all the usual podcast apps that you listen to. Thanks again, you guys. Goodbye for now.